Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're the word, 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 word association. We heard, 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 heard. The implication deserved, deserved, deserved. The word, 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 word association. We're the word, 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 word association. We heard, 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 heard. The implication deserved, deserved, deserved. The word, 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 word association. Bonjour. Bienvenue! Hello and welcome to the Word Association. I'm at Orify. I'm Brett Lyons. And I'm Rob White. And we're going to do what we do every time, which is, I say it like we've been doing this for 10 years. We're each going to bring a word to the table. We're going to use that word as we would in improv, because we're all improvisers, to inspire stories and thoughts and musings and bits and gags and goofs. And that'll be fun. Brett, won't it? I mean... Uh... I hate to hear the lips part. Yeah, I I, I mean, I heard, I audibly heard your lips part, which is always a bad sign. (laughs) It's a cue for a deep pause. Um, No, we're gonna have a great time. We're gonna have a great time, and this is. We should say this is canonically the first episode we're recording since releasing our podcast out into the public. So, so if you studied canonics in uh, college, you know that Mm -hmm. that means that we're now live. Well, Canonics, of course, on is... Canonics work for me. <laughs> Topical. Canonics, of course, an L. Ron Hubbard joint. <laughs> do you do you? I think we're all about the same age. Do you remember commercials for Dianetics? Mm-hmm. Yes. For the like the book and there's like a volcano yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Those were on constantly. Like yeah. I am being an adult now and realizing what that all is. I am shocked they could fund that. It's insane. I'm, I'm not shocked at all. They have so much money. Okay. I mean, All come right. on. The whole thing's a bank scam. All right. And uh, of course, Brett, you, you were diagnosed with Dynex. You have Dynex type 2? Uh, I have, well, they call it Dynex Adidas. <laughs> Sounds like a Greek god. Yeah. It's, well, it's, the problem is I can't eat Greek yogurt. So it's, it's kind of a double, it's a double You take whammo. a little Dionysus, you take a little Archimedes, and you have. So we're going to be, so the ma- reason I mentioned that this is our first episode since uh, that we're recording since releasing the pod officially is because we stockpiled several episodes. And now that we have released them, we've started to get emails from you all. So yeah. we're going to start using those emails in the show. I got a show. cease and desist from uh, Webster's Dictionary. Huh. They said stop using, a, stop yeah. using uh, my words. 
And then I, I found a, out it was actually Webster. It was Webster, the car- it was the guy it who was played Emmanuel Webster. Lewis. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I got to say, so far we are three for three with 1985 references. <laughs> 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 uh, so this, we're going to kick it off with our very first email. Congratulations wow. to Dan Connolly. Dan says, happy for you to say my name on the pod if you want. I do want. Dan is from Warwick, England, which... Oh. Fuck, I hate that I'm doing this now. Of course, Warwick, England is the star of Willow. <laughs> big applause, big applause. <laughs> Robbie, ever see Willow? Yeah, Warwick Davis. Great. Val Kilmer. Okay. I just... Yeah. I didn't hear you laugh, so I didn't I'm know. mad about yeah. Mardigan. Yeah, there you go. Mad Mardigan. Yeah. Willow! Didn't somebody turn into a goat or something? Yep. Uh, I th- that was... Yeah, he does turn into a goat. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does turn into a goat. Dan Connolly says... Word suggestion. Hi, folks. Love, love, love the pod. That is a a love for each of us, I think. This could not be more up my street as a concept. Never heard the phrase up my street. Well, he's from from merry old England. I like it. I love it. Do they they have alleys? That might be the thing. Maybe they don't have alleys. They 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 don't say it's up their alley. New York does not have alleys. If you ever get a PO box... If you ever get a PO, uh, if you ever get a PO box or anything, let me know, as I have a bunch of books of weird words. Oh, Honestly, yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Dan, I'll, I'm gonna email you back and let you know where to send that book. And it's, I have a that, PO that, box that's in not Hawaii. the insult. It's not meant to sound like an insult. I'm gonna tell you where to send that book. I legit will. <laughs> Dan, I'm trying. <laughs> I don't know why I'm being so yeah. Um, antagonistic I think Dan understands. Here. I, Dan understands your American humor. Yes, 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 yes. My suggestion for the word is. Okay, so it's spelled B-I-V-O-U-A-C, and I listened to a pronunciation. I want to say it's Ivac, Ivac. I guess the B is silent. It's fun to say, hard to spell, wild when people do it on the side of mountains, and originally meant a night watch. And Dan, we looked it up. It says uh, Ivac, or Biovac, however you want to say it, is a temporary camp without tents or cover used especially by soldiers or mountaineers. Okay. So, okay. So, I mean, it sounds to me uh, mm-hmm. very much like um, not the movie Free, uh, for not the movie Free Solo, but Minari. I think there was a, there was a hiking Save mountain movie. Save big money at Minari's. <laughs> no, no. There was one that was really, really good. And I think it's, okay. they were basically were, uh, you know, scaling like the tallest mountain, you know, the most uh, sheer face mountain in the world. And it was a very long climb. And they had to, in the middle of the climb, like, stop and set up camp just on the side of this mountain with just like a sling. Um, that's terrifying. I, I feel like I feel like I mentioned on this podcast before. I am oceans terrify me more than anything in the world right now. Correct. I feel like especially Same. this year, mm-hmm. oceans big I feel year like for big year for oceans and something for something pivoted. If we're talking Greek gods again, well this might be Roman, but Poseidon is pissed. Like it feels like the animals are coming for us. Sharks sharks are where there used to be no sharks. Whales are like teaming up to be like, let's all work together and like sink these boats. <laughs> Right after oceans, I think would be mountains. Like I, if you, if mm-hmm. you, if you read anything about Mount Everest, the the road to the peak is mm-hmm. paved with dead bodies. Yeah, which is I mean, terrifying. I mean, then next next year it's going to be prairies because if you listen to the song, it's like from the mountains to the prairie. So you know, prairies are next. So we God bless him. Him. he's doing God bless America, right? Yeah, I know we okay. skipped him because we went from the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam. But Pur- Purple Mountains Majesty? What well, does that that's mean? the beginning. So I feel like mountains would be my second worst nightmare. And to think of like, is it Edmund Hillary or 
Hillary Edmund, the first person to hike or to summit Mount Everest. Oh, yeah. Must, must have been just either had a death wish or was just blindly confident. Because it is, I don't know how you do that. Even today with all the, with all the North Face and REI stores we have Mm -hmm. to summit Mount Everest, what is it like? I want to say, I don't know for sure, but I want to say. I mean, you have to go through a place called. 85% of people die. Yeah, because there's a place called the Death Zone. And if you die, you're, they leave you there. If you climb Everest, there's several stops along the way where there are dead bodies and they have been there for many years because no one can take them down. Yeah, but also- it's too dangerous. If if I die, I don't care if you leave me there. I'm dead. Like it doesn't, it's not like, but if you die, we'll bring your body back. That's inconsequential. I don't want to- I care because even though I'm gone, my body is still my shell. It's it's my home. And I feel Mm -hmm. like if somebody else is hiking Mount Everest- and mm-hmm. they stop to camp near mm-hmm. the death zone. Mm-hmm. They maybe they like take off their socks and are like, "Oh, my feet are so cold. Let me take off my socks." And they're like tossing them on my nose and penis, and they're <laughs> breaking off bits of my arm to like. Oh, your uh, penis you know. has already broken off a long time ago, my man. <laughs> I mean, I think. Would if you, you know, know? Let me ask you yeah. a question. Would it be okay if someone rode you down if they were in danger? Absolutely. Yeah. But they'd have to yell "we." If if they yelled "we." <laughs> Then I'm fine with it. If there's if they don't, then I'm that seems disrespectful. I would hope somebody would be like, "Oh, does this guy have like a spare Cliff Bar?" Or let's check the expiration. Like, have at Rob, my supplies. Yeah. Can I blow your mind, Rob? Yeah. Any bar you eat on a mountain is a Cliff Bar. Is a Cliff Bar. That's a really good. Yeah, point. you beat me to it, and I hate it so much. I was there as well. I was about <laughs> to say, Rob, uh, they just call them bars up there, but you know, it's well, tough. even so, even get away from like from mountains and like setting up these like a tent on the side of a mountain which would be ter- i've seen those things where you just it's like a hammock just like yeah, screwed yeah. into i i mean i i wouldn't be able to sleep i don't there's no point there's no way yeah. i would sleep but yes like have you ever just roughed it like not gone camping at like a no campground like no <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna take a hard right is that cool Rob, can we talk please. about that i think well, that's what right. i told you i told you, I told you, you should talk to your doctor about that because your penis no. should not be a hard right but i mean have you just like Pitched a tent in the like, just Come you know, on, in the middle of. <laughs> Listen to yourself. Do you hear yourself? I, how else do you say set up camp? Maybe I'll say that. No, Just, can oh you my do god, set Rob, up camp. You know what that means? Do something with that. What? Or I'll go on Urban Dictionary and look up set up camp. <laughs> Dog. Uh, I have uh, very minimal times in my life have I gone like camping, camping. I, mm-hmm. I went with my grandpa when I was probably ten or something. We took an RV. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, slept in the RV, but did made a little campfire. And then more recently with my wife, Gemma, we've gone camping a few times and I love nature. I love nature. I love being in the forest or the woods way more than I enjoy the beach, Mm -hmm. but I still feel like at times, depending on the location or where I'm at, Mm -hmm. the bugs get to me. Like we stayed in, we stayed in France not too long ago and we had like a mosquito net thing. So it was like supposed to keep bugs out this mosquito net covering and in the middle of the night, I felt something on my leg, and then I felt something on my thigh, and then I felt something on my arm, and then like neck. And the next thing I know, I look up and I turn on my iPhone light, and there is the biggest spider I've ever seen. No, it's this, it's, yeah. it's about the size of no, my thanks. palm. Yeah. No, thank you. And I'm like, holy shit! There's a spider right on the other side of the mosquito net. I go to hit it. Hey, turns out it's inside the mosquito net. No. So oh. now what's supposed to the protect call was me? Coming from inside the net. Exactly. Mm. He had a phone. The what's supposed to protect me has now locked me into a comical situation, which this is a French. This is what French comedies are made out of. And I am scrambling to get out of the mosquito tent. I finally get out. The spider has dashed away. I don't know where it's at. 
It was a whole to do. It was a whole rigmarole. I couldn't go back to bed. No, not, uh, it not was, when I know there's a spider in the room. It was truly the worst night of my life. And we looked it up later and they're called French house spiders. Look up French house spider. The size of these motherfuckers. Like, no, I'm not going to look it up. I'm, it's my number one fear in life is spiders. I, similar to baguettes. you, I do enjoy, I do enjoy the outdoors. I do enjoy hiking. I, I don't ever want to have to be told I have to sit down in the outdoors. I don't, I don't want to like, I huh? like walking and staying in movement, but someone's like, hey, we're going to sit by this prairie right here. I'd be like, no, thank you. I'm just going to stand. Oh yeah. I don't like sitting on grass either. I don't, but, I don't like to sit yeah. on grass. I don't want to, I don't like going through like two trees that are kind of close together. Cause then that's usually, usually if I'm like hiking, I have something in my hand and I'm just waving it in front of me. Mm-hmm. Cause I, if I am like PS. touched by a spider web, I lost my, I lose my mind. Great, the greatest CW show of all time, Touched by a I mean, one time I hit myself so hard on the arm because I thought there was a bug on me and it was just my own shadow. <laughs> Rob, I don't you, like bugs. How much camping have you done, Rob? Um, well, it depends on what you call. Yeah, uh, there was a campground that I used to go to that was sort of, it, there was like a man-made lake in central Pennsylvania and uh, we had a camp site, but it had like an electrical thing you could plug in so you could mm-hmm. like cook and there was like a big, you know, screened in tent we ate inside there. We went with another family. So I did that for a few years, but I, I did sleep in a tent, but I wouldn't really call that roughing it because I mean, you walk to like a, a communal bathroom and yeah, you yeah, showers, showers and you could like that's brush roughing, your teeth. Honestly, that's roughing it for me. If there's a communal anything, that's roughing it for yeah, me. I don't but enjoy I mean, it's not like sharing, you know, going down to the stream to brush my teeth or like digging yeah. a hole to take I a dump you. or something like that. Like I would never do that. <laughs> you're I not just in the military. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? <laughs> well, if you're not, so what? You're hiking, you're just taking a shit and you're not doing anything, you're just leaving no, it I, there? I just go beforehand. That doesn't sound like you're hiking for a long time. Well, I'm, I was. I'm a, I could hold it for. I'm a thoughtful citizen of yeah. nature and I take a shit in a river. <laughs> Adel and I uh, went on a very long hike in Hawaii. And I almost died. He was, yeah, he didn't have a good time. Hiking um, is, I, yeah. I mean, I guess I did awful. hike up the volcano to go to like uh, in Bali on my honeymoon. We hiked up a volcano to see a sunrise on top of a volcano, which was really yeah. cool. Did um, they trick you because they thought for sure you were a virgin to throw you in there and you had to be like, no, this is my wife. And they're like, damn it. No, they didn't. Uh, no, they did cook a hard boiled egg inside the volcano. And they were like, here, do you want this? And I was like, I don't really like hard boiled eggs. That was a big, uh, uh, when we went to uh, when we went to Mount Fuji in Japan, that was also a big. Yeah. You could buy this black sulfured egg, and I was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm all right." I bet uh, one eating one bite of that egg is like smoking two thousand pounds of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like instant. It cancer. might be. It might be. Have um, I, have you guys been to Alaska? I have. No. I, yeah, I was I like, to Alaska one time. Well, where, I did like, a cruise. Yeah, yeah. Nature is overwhelming there. Like you're standing there, you just. I, the, I stood there and just. I mean, there were so many different points where you just look around and you're like. There are a hundred different ways I could die yes. right now. Like I'm not built for this. It's beautiful. It's overwhelming. This is what it looked like everywhere for a long time. It's so cool to see, but I, if you left me out there, I would last minutes. Yeah, you saw it's, a bear too, right? Yes. Yeah. It's In, amazing. From the inside of a car, luckily, because I don't know yeah. what I would do if I was not. In he was car. inside the car. So this is like my mosquito net. Yeah. It was saw... a French bear. It was a French bear, though. And <laughs> I, got, I got it. Look I got it. it, it very Uber. small. They're I got an adorable. Uber and it was like, it's like you're picking up Rob and he's like, <laughs> and you're like, all right, let's go. And then you're like, oh, I realized it. Uh, it, wasn't Uber, it. It wasn't an Uber. It was an Uber. Uber. Oh, nice. Do you have any honey? <laughs> um, yes. Or picnic baskets? 100%. There's, I think there's a lot of places that. I've been to where if I was left there, I definitely would have died. Uh, two things. I wanted to put a pin in it so as to not interrupt your story, which mm. I'm sure I still did, Rob. Campgrounds 
-hmm. made me think of the best idea for us to open a coffee shop. You walk inside, it's like you're in a tent. Uh, there's all sorts of canteens everywhere, and we make coffee for you over a little hot plate or something in like a tin cup. Campgrounds coming to uh, Central Illinois. I want to say, what do we think? Uh, Those cups are too hot. And there's a honestly, coffee shop by our there's huh. a coffee shop by our house that uses like camp tin cups. The best, and Those you get the, the coffee, best. and it's four hundred degrees. You can't I've drink it. You can't even hold it. It, those those campfire cups I have romanticized to where if I go anywhere and they they sell them in gift shops I'm like I have to buy this I love the look of it the I aesthetic also agree the feel I have yeah. many of them but I use them for my cold drinks because hot drinks it's it's brutally hot and then the other thing I wanted to say was um, just very quickly my Gemma's uh, stepsister used to live in Africa and would go like on safaris and stuff and speaking of wilderness and uh, camping and stuff she went in a lake I guess. And mm -hmm. they were like, get in the boat and you're going to start paddling. Uh, it was two people per boat. Start paddling as quickly as you can. Do not make any sound. Don't talk to each other. Do not try and splash with the oars. Try and move as smoothly as possible. And they like were giving all these instructions and try to move quickly. And like, here we go. Here we go, everyone. All right, here we go. And they put people in the boat. And as they're going across, they're like, why are we, why do we have to be so? And they're like, there's hippos. And if you <gasps> splash or you make a sound or something, the hippos will know you're here and whatever. So my, uh, so my wife's How do you uh, not stepsister by rowing. Well, you try and do it. You, you're just not trying mm. to smack the water. It's like it's like doing a belly dive and when you dive off the you know diving board, you're you can make minimal splash if you know what I you're gotcha. doing. I gotcha. Okay, I think if so, you're doing so a belly start... dive, you're going to make a maximum splash. Yeah, <laughs> I think you want to try to leave with your hands. But... Oh yeah. So Honestly, I would throw, I would just throw marbles, uh, you know, in the <laughs> other side of the lake just to distract them. Yeah, because they're hungry. They're hungry, yeah, hungry. Hippos. Of course. So they start to row and they see a hippo's head pop up and and go back under towards towards the boat. And they're just rowing as fast as possible and screaming, and they get to the other side. But hippos terrify me. If if I live yes. somewhere where hippos are, deadliest I land animal, shit my pants daily. Yep. I, well, humans are the deadliest land animal. And, and she also went <laughs> camping one time. She was like uh, driving somewhere, and she'd been driving for like ten hours, and she was in the middle of, middle of nowhere, and there's no real hotel or anything to stay. So she had all her camping supplies. Mm -hmm. So she pulls off uh, a dirt road in Africa and sets up her tent to sleep somewhere. And as she's falling asleep, she starts to hear this sound and she doesn't know what it is. And she keeps hearing it. And she keeps hearing it. Uh, turns out they Dude. were hyenas. Jeez. So oh, I no. guess like there's like hyenas somewhere near her, her camp. And it's like, how do you, I would just, yeah, I would snap my own neck. And Kudos just like, to her. That's, yes. That's amazing because yeah. I would only need one of those stories. The fact that she has two is mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. If something happened like, once, I would never go near camping again or anything. I would like be that. terrified if I was camping in Africa and it was silent and I just heard, do, 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 I'd be terrified. I'd be terrified. And that is? That's uh, Africa by Toto. I, think, mm. I thought you were going for that, but it didn't sound like it. It was oh, a music version. You got to <laughs> really. Yeah, if I felt like I was do, in the elevator. Yeah. Wait, if you're, you're, telling do... me, you're telling me from, you're telling me if I went, <sighs> do, 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 do. That sounds like do, girl do, from do, Ipanema. Do, do. If no, I go, do, 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 Dun, 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 dun. That's, that's exactly that's what I just did. That's no, you said exactly what I just did. No, no, you went do, 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 do. If you're doing no, Toto, hey, Brett, if you're doing Toto, 
you got to put some mustard on the fucking ball. You got to go. Hold the line. Hold the line. You just be careful on that, okay? Hundred percent. Second Taylor song. If anyone is if anyone is listening to this podcast. Uh, you let us know via email if you absolutely knew that was Toto the first time. Just, no. It's just, it's, it's, I've already set up the joke. The joke's already there. When we're I'm getting emails. They say no. They say go to hell, Brett. You're getting they live say we hate emails? Brett. A lot, of, a lot of subject lines. We hate Brett. Okay. How many, how many emails you get? 99? Uh, love third balloons. Toto song. Well, speaking of turd Toto songs, Brett, what is your word? <laughs> Uh, my word today is going to be hazard. Ooh, nice. So right away, yeah, cons- like thinking of like construction and yeah, I'm just like thinking road, work. road signs or like just different. Well, actually, just hazards around your house. There are so many, like so many things could be lots of hazards. Around safety. Your house. There are tons of safety hazards. There are dukes of hazard. Their theme song is uh do 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 do. If you remember that one. No one remembers that one. Men at, men at work is do 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 do. If you yeah. ever try, have you ever tried to duke so hazard across the hood of a car? I have. always wanted to. Always I tried, wanted to, and I, I did. I, I I went to slide, and I just whatever pants I was wearing, they weren't like slide pants, and I yeah. literally <laughs> I just stopped. Yeah, I stopped halfway through, and like. It hurt real bad. <laughs> and you know what? Luke and Bo were doing it in blue jeans. So like hats That's off to true. them, right? I mean, hats off to them. I how guarantee much... you they were Crisco in that car. They probably Crisco'd I was the car. literally just going to say, how much canola oil do you think yeah. they rubbed on that beast? Well, that in the way they didn't have, the doors didn't open. So they just like yeah. legs in. That was, they, they really, nobody <laughs> entered a car or got over a car better than they did. Have uh, you, oh, I have a question. Mm. Have you ever not gotten over a car like a bad breakup? <laughs> no, but my ex, Christine, <laughs> no. Um, uh, yeah. You know. Um, no. I don't really care about cars enough to. So, I, I, so I'll tell you. That, I'll tell you actually something I am sad about. When you said, "Have you ever gotten over a car?" I'm pretty bummed oh, that um, my first couple cars I had. This was obviously all pre iPhone days. I don't have like any photos of me like standing in front of these cars, which I would love to have because I had some. I had some real shit buckets, but. I had a Dodge Ram classic minivan that was like oh, wow. a cream colored that mm-hmm. previous to what we just said, someone had outfitted before me for camping. So like the chair spun around it had curtains it folded down to a bed. I don't know my, where my dad got it from, but he got it for me. And I, that car was awesome. But like, yeah, I wish I was like, had a photo of like standing in front of that car. That'd be sweet. And just, I'm obligated since we've been making a lot of mid 1980s jokes. I'm obligated to say, so this van was the same color as Eric Clapton's skin. I had to do a cream-colored joke. We just have to because this mean, is I that guess episode. You have to do one, but I mean, do 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 with black curtain. <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> Going back to like hazards, though, I'm trying. I'm just thinking like, do you guys know what a Mister Yuck sticker is? Are you familiar um, with Mister Yuck? I've heard of this, but how, is I don't it know how to Ron John Surf Shock? No, no, it was a. What's a Mr. Yuck? I don't know where. I, I'm starting to think it was maybe more regional than it was because I mentioned it to my wife and she had no idea what it was either. But <laughs> they would give these stickers out in school. They were Mr. Yuck stickers. They were like a green circles. The face was green and it was like a, a face, but it was making like a yuck face. Like, uh, and you would put like the a stickers. Puke, like, like a puke fl- face, like an emoji. Yeah, it looks no, like it now. didn't puke. Well, it, this, just, it had like Rob, a. Rob, des- describe, because you can't just say yuck face. Talk, walk us through it. 
What's, yeah. the, what's the tongue doing? What's the mouth doing? I don't remember if there was a tongue. I think it was just the eyes were like squinting and the mouth was like making a uh, sound. And it, it was like you what you did was you would go home and you would put Mr. Yuck stickers on like on household siblings. cleaners and like things that are poisonous. So kids, gotcha. like there were hazards. So yeah. you would like anything that had a Mr. Yuck sticker, kids knew to stay away from. Hmm. That's not smart, to touch. But I have, that's very regional. Never heard of that ever. That's also it was a bigger thing. It should have been. Should have been. I, I, been great. Hey, I love that. But put some Mr. Yuck on Tide Pods. Would have helped. Would have yeah. helped uh, yeah. a whole generation. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I love that idea. It feels like it's a bit of a, and this is coming from a generation, us three, who grew mm-hmm. up on where in the world is Carmen San, San Diego? Where's Waldo? Mm-hmm. Magic Eye pictures. It feels like you're really trusting your kids who are between the ages of two and six. Yeah, we were part of the we were part of the Where's generation. We were part of the Where's generation. No one would we, tell us anything. You just had to guess. We can spot a specific pattern out of a hundred beachgoers, but it feels like you're really trusting your kid to like do their due diligence and turn stuff over around, really get the whole scope of something to make sure there's no sticker. Where I feel like. At a certain age, they're not going to be as diligent about that. They're just going to, you know. Yeah. I don't know. And, and to be fair, I don't remember ever really using them. I'd use them for other <laughs> things. They were stickers, yeah. so they were fun. But it was still a nice idea. And if you did put a Mr. Yuck sticker on, it would at least ideally give the kid pause okay. before he drank Windex. We we are currently, um, and we well, not currently. It's been obvious. It's been a couple of months, but our house is now completely uh, childproofed for um, our our daughter. Um, cause there are a lot of hazards in our house. Um, mm. but we've, we now have all the cabinets locked with like the kid thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she learned how to open a door two days ago. And so now I, I had to get to do the door. I had to get the door. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get the door jams on. Uh, and those aren't easy to use as an adult either. They're not fun to use. No. Cause it's hard to turn the knob. What? Oh, come on guys. What Rob, what is the, if you feel comfortable saying on the air? Sure. Of your kids, what is the worst injury they've sustained in the household? Um, both of them have fallen down our front stairs leading out of the house. But other than that, oh, maybe stairs going up to our second floor once. Nobody's really gotten... There was like a, a couple of playground dings, but that's just yeah. being a kid. You gotta, that's you gotta just being get, a kid. You gotta get battle scars there. Yeah, I guess we've really lucked out in terms of injuries. Well, I feel like you're more, especially for us too, you're, you're, you're much more aware in your own home of like the things like usually you know we have like a gate for the stairs so she can't get up there right if she falls off the couch she would fall on carpet and our couch isn't that high and also she knows not to climb on the couch yeah like i'm trying to think right now like what and like we have plastic on the corners of the dining room table so like even if she does run at that at a good rate like it's it's covered in plastic um you're both my friends so i want to be honest with you i haven't been able to really listen to anything ever since rob said playground dings because then my head turned that into pg dings and now i'm just thinking of a maybe like Another a fast franchise? casual chinese oh, place okay. <laughs> called pg dings you know we serve cantonese style food but there's also some american classics um well we're still you know, building out a strip mall here PG we got campgrounds pg dings PG i've always wanted to do a coffee store called grounds for divorce so we'll put that in there as well be, oh we could do like a like a oh could, we could just do like a like a yeah like a lawyer Lawyer coffee shop. So Rob, so Rob, yeah. sounds like stairs are the major culprit. What is yeah. if we're if we're a marketing team, if they've assembled the three of us to crack the case mm-hmm. of how do we childproof stairs? Mm-hmm. Is there something besides a gate? Is there like yeah. 
some sort of uh, foam covering. Yes, but for I stairs. feel like that that would have the opposite effect because that would make falling down the stairs fun. Fun, and it would, become, fun. And it would become a like a game. Yeah. So I, I think the only thing I can think of. The only thing I think is you, you is. can run a you can run a rope up the side of it, and yeah. then you just have to belay. You have to just go belay on any single time your kid goes or, up, yeah. and you got to clip them in with a with a carabiner. Or if it was like bumper bowling, where they could just rattle like, ra- yes. like rattle no, all the way down the stairs. No, but then they're going to think they're good at bowling later. That's on true. And That's you know what? You got to learn. You shouldn't put the bumpers up. You but should make them fail. Line, kids will get. They'll figure it out. Kids will get hurt a little bit. That's just all part of it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You know. I mean, Dot's first major injury was she fell on like a step at the mall and it was like made out of metal and it like sliced her eye, like her eyelid open. Oh yeah. 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 That's she's still a scar there to this brother. Day. Yeah. It's a good that could be the Brightline's yeah. mall. That's a college fund <laughs> that you blew. And from what I'm here, I don't have kids. It sounds like stairs are the it number really one issue does. in America. It for is. Kids. It is. Well, they have it little is. legs. It truly is. Stairs are not legs. built for They're little kids. They're just learning to walk. They don't know how to step up. Okay. I apologize. Rob, let me, let me edit what I said. Stairs are the number one issue for kids and Brett Lyons. Yeah. Brett's got those little legs. <laughs> I don't even use the stairs. I have a chair. I sit on it. It just it just brings me brings me up. I'm only uh, concerned about gremlins tripping the wires and throwing me into uh, oblivion. I was just to keep it in the 80s. I was just going to do that gremlin thing. Except, too. well, I'm not worried about the, the sexy gremlin because she wears lipstick. No, absolutely. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. And the, that and the gremlin that bartends, I got no issues with him either. He's really trying to make it. Yeah, they seem fun. I like the one that speaks with like a British accent. It's like that was Gremlins too. Oh, yeah, that was in New York. Well, the hot woman was Gremlins too, Brett. Keep I up. was referencing Gremlins one. Sorry, I'm a purist. Original. <laughs> well, we'll sort this out. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more the word association. Brett, take us out with a little song to commercial break. Banana. <laughs> I couldn't remember the Gremlins song. Did you? Did you just say banana like a minion? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Banana. Banana. <laughs> banana. I watch a lot of Minions. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. What is that? What song is I'm deep the inside? One, Mr. Big. That's, that's yes. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. See, quick, Brett, it's I not tell that you hard. A quick story about that. To I feel like I should just embarrass myself. Please. That was probably the my favorite song of my life. Like in terms of like my age, <laughs> it's incredible. I never, I never loved a song more, and I would 
come home and I would watch TRL. Yes. And I would call in. Yes. To make sure Mr. Big was the number one video. And, the black and white video? Yes. And I would call in multiple times and I, you would leave a message on a machine to say like what song you wanted. And I would do different voices. So oh they my thought God. it was coming. Are and I don't know me? if that, I'm not kidding you. These I'm Swifties have nothing on me, man. I'm more I was, concerned uh, that I don't remember Total Request Live being a thing when that music video came out. A hundred, it absolutely was. Because Here's I called what I'll say. in. Yeah. If someone, if I were to be like kidnapped and someone has me in, if there's like a saw situation and they're like dangling me from like a rooftop and they're like, answer this correctly, we pull you back up, answer it wrong, we let you go. Mm -hmm. Has your friend Rob White ever called TRL? I'd, I'd be a splat on the side. Yeah. Cause I'd <laughs> well, be like, yeah, there's no yeah. fucking way. It's very out of character, but I was so yeah. into that song and I begged my parents, uh, my mother, and my stepfather took me to a Mr. Big concert. Whoa. And it was in like a theater, like Aragon, but like smaller, like a Pittsburgh yeah. version. And I remember like, of course they waited until the end for that song. But I remember there Otherwise, was like an everyone, intermission everyone leave. and like cigarette smoke. And like, it was just all teenage, like way. I was the youngest by far there. It was like was this seized in, out hair smoking and it was, was it this was in amazing. Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you a question because I had yeah. to look it up because I, in my brain, I said there's no way it's possible. Yeah. So Mr. Biggs, I Want to Be With You came out in 1991. Yep. Total Request Live didn't debut until 1998. Well, I was watching it. So I'm trying to figure out well, if then it was there a different was some, show. There must have been. Maybe it wasn't called Total Request Live. There was a show that you called in on MTV. I just didn't remember that show. And they would do the top 10. I remember that 10. show being like, okay. Rob, I think what happened is. You confuse the hell out of VH1's pop-up music video. Nope. <laughs> they're like, we keep getting calls to play a request. I do think one, we I think that's a perfect song. I want to see what, because I, I do remember there was a call-in show, but I, I just remember Total Request Live being like Carson Daly, and it started like in 98 when like boy bands, boy bands were like Yeah, yeah. yeah there must have, then it wasn't Total Request. It was, there was some show on MTV where they would do the top 10 music videos that you voted yeah. on every day okay. after school. I feel like I, yeah. I feel but like I, remember I don't remember what, but I guess it wasn't Total Request Live. Uh, that is, Rob, you're correct. That is a perfect song. Um, also, if you watch the music video, which I hadn't done in some time, but mm -hmm. uh, oh, that's our, great. our friend uh, JPC had, mm -hmm. he noticed that one of the members in the band mm -hmm. looks exactly like Fred Armisen playing a character. So watch the music video oh. with that in mind. See okay. if you can spot him. I will. Okay. I will. I'm sure you can because we're, we're the wares. I think another show. perfect song around that same time was uh, Extreme More Than Words. That was a great one. And I so, saw a very similar want to be very with you good. feel. Yeah. Solid. I saw I feel like, remember that show. And Bands I believe that Reunited? one is also black and white video, two guys sitting on guitars. Yeah. And just yeah. Sitting Have you seen that Bands Reunited show ever? Sitting on, on, it, sitting on uh on VH one guitars. No. There used to be this show where they these bands are broken up and this guy like kind of surprises each band member and tries to get the band back together to do a concert. Oh, wow. And there was one with Extreme and that Nino Betancourt, who I think is the guitar not the lead singer, refute like wouldn't even talk to the guy. Because I was like, oh, this would be so cool to see. He, he refused. They, the band did not get back together. Wow. And that, that, that singer was show? the, he moved on to temporarily be the lead singer of Motley Crue? Oh, really? Or oh, was really? it Van Halen? No, I am uh, I am shocked that you could name, the not not the lead singer, that you could name the guitarist from Extreme. It was either Nino, Nino, I'm more Nino shocked or that you Nuno. Could name, it was either it Nino or Nuno Betancourt, one of those two. For me, it wasn't that the fact that he knew. For me, it was just period. He knew anyone's name in the band, period. <laughs> I don't know the lead singer's name. I don't know why I know that other name. Is this a recent VH1 show? No, this is a long time ago. Oh, okay. No, 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 a long time ago. The only, 
the only song I can think that compares to I'm the one who wants to be with you, Mr. Big, is this Rob, you'll know the the artist, I forget the name. It's that mm-hmm. waiting on the start of fall, baby, the best way you fall. That oh, into your arms, and, uh, boy, meets girls, baby, yeah. boy meets girl, baby. Boy meets girl. Brett, you have to stop saying banana like a minion, Brett. Banana na na na. Uh Rob. Yes. Should what is your word for uh, today? Now I wish it was Mr. Big, if I'm being completely honest with it you. Could be, it uh, could be mini. No. And my word is test. Okay. All right. Um, it reminds me of uh, like taking a blood test, you know, basically, or huh? blood pressure test. Is that what we, is that what we call it? Both, blood test? both count. There's, I guess yeah. both one's count. One's with a needle, yeah. one's with a squeezy thing. Yeah. And not the one uh, you think. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of those taken uh, uh, over time. I, in school, I tested well. I didn't like homework, so my grades were bad because I'd never turn in the homework, but I did mm. well on tests. But unfortunately, it didn't help me now, later have, in life. Either of you guys ever cheated on a test? Yeah, uh, pr- I, um, I'm going to say yes. I can't recall specifically. Yeah, I'm going like to say yes, probably, too. There's no way I didn't. I, yeah, I had to have. I have, yeah. not. I didn't make a habit of it, but I'm sure- yeah. At at some point, I were did. you caught? I the only time I got caught was I went I, I I changed schools from seventh to eighth grade, and in eighth grade I was in a different um, we'd moved, and in my seventh grade we had a Spanish class, and in, mm-hmm. in this new school in eighth grade was when everybody started a foreign language, so I took Spanish and I kicked ass that first year because I knew everything, uh, and so there was one guy I was like yeah you could I was like literally I let him cheat off of me. And we both got caught, and I got in trouble for letting somebody cheat off of me. Porque, Rob? Porque? You know, new school, trying to make friends. You know, trying I, to make um, amigos. I, 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 uh, I did the opposite, where I took Spanish class my freshman year, and then I, because you had to take language for two years, so mm-hmm. I took I took Spanish my freshman year, and I didn't enjoy it. So then I didn't take it my sophomore year, and <laughs> so I took a whole year off, and then I took it again my. Uh, junior year and i knew i knew nothing i knew nothing just like, i did definitely cheat uh back when the calc when the, when you used to have a calculator sleeve you know when you 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 mm. could like in that t whatever what's the name of that t180 yeah, yeah whatever you could you could you could put a little post-it note behind your 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 calculator sleeve oh so yes, you could yes, like yes. slightly pull it down and you know see a like cheat, a formula cheat. or something like that yeah the only i, I would think you call it cheating but i remember in math class we would have homework every night cheating but so i was kissing this girl wasn't my wife no but that they they had the answers to all the odd problems in the back of the book and we would get homework like do these 20 problems and i would just turn in 10 of them with just the answers of the odd (laughs) so i could be done like i would just take yeah it's 50 percent. i mean you're gonna get you're gonna get that's the way i looked at it i didn't i didn't really care much for for um for homework that rules i in i want to say this was fifth grade a friend of mine sat next to me. In, this is in Neponset, Illinois. Go, I want to say we were the Bobcats. It is a town of less than 300 people. There's not a single restaurant in this town. There's one gas station. There's one bar. No restaurant? Um, no, there's not There's does not the a bar, single. Did the, bar, did the bar serve food? It used to. It no longer does. Uh, the entire school, I want to say, was 50 kids. My class was maybe 10. And mm-hmm. you're, I mean, one teacher teaches all the subjects. So very, oh, very wow. small. Not Jesus. even a not even a one one horse town. Um, so in fifth grade, we were taking a test, and one of my friends, uh, this was Jarrett, sat next to me, 
And Jarrett, for one of the tests, was like looking over at my answer. So I kind of moved my arm to just kind of let him because I'm like, I don't fucking care. Right. So he copied off me. And then uh, turns out for a, you know, a Scantron or whatever it was of 50 questions, turns out that if two are exactly the same, uh, <laughs> they're probably going to catch you. So I got called into the principal's office and he, my friend Jarrett was already in there. And they're like, did you cheat on this test? And mm-hmm. I was like, no, because to me, I, I didn't. Che- to me, right. I'm like, I right. no, cheat. no, you didn't. Like, you didn't. They're like, and they said again, like, I'm going to ask you again, Adel. Well, they probably called me Adel or something because they're all <laughs> idiots. Did you cheat on that test? And I go, no. And they're like, well, Jared already told us that you let him copy of you. So now you're in trouble. And I'm like, I let him. Well, come on. He's the one okay. who like did it. And they yeah. had in the, this is how, this is how small town this, the Ponset is. They had a they giant in the square. <laughs> Whoa. They had like a giant, almost like a refrigerator box. Like clearly one of the industrial stoves for the cafeteria came in this box. Mm-hmm. They had a giant cardboard box in the principal's office. They had like a doorway cut into it and no. a chair in there. No, no. And they made me sit in that box. In the hole? They put you in the hole? They put me in the clink. They made me sit in that cardboard box for like half an hour after school. That was my punishment. That, and I'm like, wow. This, and I remember thinking, like, this is fine. Like, if this is yeah. what this is, I'll be a fucking, I'm James Dean, baby. Like, I could take this all day. <laughs> That's amazing. That's, That's ridiculous. I did have uh, an art class where I had to. I was moved into the art supply closet mm-hmm. and that's where I had to sit for a while. Like for a number of days, I would be, didn't did get along with the teacher. No, yeah. I, um, I did mess a lot of things up in there. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, I feel yeah. like Rob, just knowing you, I mean, I had no idea you used to call it the RL, uh, but it turns out maybe you didn't. I, yeah, I got to find out you, the name of that show. It's, it's bothering me. I can absolutely picture you giving, being like an absolute smart ass to a teacher. Yes. Like them saying sure. something and you just dry as hell saying something back and the teacher turning red and being like, fuck, this kid's good. And they're like, get out. That's what happens. I would just get <laughs> kicked out. I would just get kicked out of class. Yeah. That was yeah. dangerous. True. Yeah. It was just, it's how you get through the day in school. And, but speaking of that, I want to just pivot to, as we were talking about school and test, it, I, it, I remembered the presidential fitness test. Oh, yes. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about, well, I can just tell you about my deficiencies there. I'm the least flexible person in the world. Oh, that's that sit and to, reach, dude. Uh, the so it'd be like, get was... started. I was like, I'm done. This is, I started. <laughs> I started and stopped. This is like, they didn't yeah. even think I started the sit and reach. And I remember like our football coach, we had a big like football culture in Western Pennsylvania, was our was like the, the gym teacher. And we'd be like, all right, let's do pull-ups. They'd be like, man, I can't do a pull-up. And he's like, yep, you got to try. And I was like, I'm just telling you, I know I can't do a pull-up. So like yeah. everybody's sitting in the wrestling room like on the mats and I have to stand, I have to jump up onto the pull-up bar and just hang, pull up the slightest, tiniest bit, probably my feet fluttering. And then I just go down. He's like, okay, next. And I'm like, why did that? Why did I have to, I told you. I did you truly, do the, um, did you do the shuttle run? I think we had to do a mile. I don't remember a shuttle run. Oh, Maybe okay. there was a shuttle run too, but we had to run a mile. I remember that. I truly believe that there was whoever's in power, call mm-hmm. them the reptiles, if you will, call them, politicians who, whoever's in mm-hmm. charge at some point they got together and they're all wealthy and good looking and you know have sure. affluence and and uh nice personalities they got together and they said what can we implement in the united states that's just going to just absolutely devastate and destroy anyone who's <laughs> overweight mm-hmm. and they came up with this yeah and they say let's dangle a little rope 
uh, they have to climb up rope ding the little bell. They have to touch. They have to touch them toes while in a t-shirt and shorts. This this thing was a, a humiliation. It was for everyone yeah. around me that was and myself included. I was a chubby kid yeah, who was too. overweight. Yeah, and it was the word. It was truly all I could think about for like weeks after is like this was that was so humiliating. I tried to do a push up. And I like almost broke my face. Like it is. <laughs> Can what I tell a terrible you the day. Second, what a terrible day yeah, in the life of the a kid. second really worst is, one yeah. that the second worst one that was also in public. Hmm. The scoliosis test. Did you ever have to do that in oh, gym class? Can you remind for me for the spine? Yes. The nurse would come in, I rem- and everyone would yeah. line up, and everyone yeah. would just watch. And you nurse. went in front of the nurse, yeah. and you basically bent over to touch your toes, and she would look at the alignment of your spine. Oh, I. F- this is a fucking repressed like, memory. And like me and too. Like everyone, I, yeah. everyone would like watch you do it for the nurse and like <laughs> it's almost like she had a stick and was like all right you passed you passed and then she took one but she go nope you go over here and you're like oh, oh no, you're like, oh, that no. Got some sort of uh, and then that becomes like scoliosis private. dave yeah <laughs> it's exactly. just like oh man <laughs> the creativity of junior high i mean we, yeah. it was in it was absolute i mean yeah it was wild it was a wild had- back then our gym teacher in uh, so uh, so after fifth grade, Naponset schools closed down, and we were all shuttled off to Kiwani. So we ended up moving to Kiwani, which is a neighboring town, uh, still very small. And we had in sixth and seventh, uh, so, sorry, seventh and eighth grade, we had a gym teacher named Mister Kenney, and he. Oh. The rumor of him was one of my good friends. Uh, well, two of my good friends, Scott and Mark, were cousins, and this Mister Kenney had like dated one of their aunts or something. And the rumor was, I guess they were like playing video games while this woman told this story over dinner or to the to their some one somebody's parents. The rumor was they were like hooking up uh, this woman and Mr. Kane, the gym teacher, and he was like thrusting and like they were having sex on the floor, and he thrust so hard and hit, but missed uh, what the target was and hit like the wood floor and like broke his penis. So the the rumor was like he broke his penis and it was no longer functioning. Wait, what was the teacher's name again? Mr. Kinney, oh, okay. uh, broke his penay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. Yeah. Rob, where were you from the I mean, years of 1990? Honestly, I wish I could have whispered that to Scoliosis Dave so we he could get some points. We would have Rudy carried you off the field, my dear. Yeah, you would have, you would have like been, your face would have just been the yearbook. <laughs> Mr. Kinney broke his penay. But everyone called him, not to his face, everyone called him Broke Dick Kinney uh, or BDC. So all, all the time we'd just be like, Broke Dick Kinney, da da da. And then one time a kid was saying it in the locker room, didn't know Mr. Kinney had entered, and Mr. <sighs> Kinney, oh. his face flushed. Yeah. And clearly, this story was not just rumor. Like, he confirmed everything oh. just oh in his my look. God. And then oh. he was like, he didn't, it, it wasn't even like a, what did you say? Because he, he doesn't want to repeat it. Right. So he was just like, you now outside, <laughs> absolutely told this kid off, oh. and then came in. And was like, all right, we're running. We had to run laps around the school till we barfed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's this thing of like, if you would have just been like, what? You're insane. Anyway, we're playing shuttlecock. Like you're, you would have saved face. Fine. But you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope that guy's okay. Probably not. So from I mean, test that's, that's to broke penis. I mean, that's that's rough. My dem teacher uh, slept with a student and got fired. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Uh, he was pretty good, though. I liked it. I was the student. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got what no. you were. <laughs> Too fine a point on it, my dude. Too fine a point on it. Well, you know what? Sometimes you got to do it, you know? What's the What's the most recent test you've taken? Like, like, I, uh, I mean, this sucks. I, I, I didn't say it for this, but it's got to be like a COVID test? Like, 
Yeah, I actually oh, yeah, been putting it yeah. off. I've been putting it off for a little while, but I believe because I have to switch my driver's license to Ohio. Yeah. Then I'm probably going to have to take the Ohio driver's test mm-hmm. possibly. I don't know if that's a, if they're just going to like I don't know if they're going to give me Ohio license or going to be like no you uh, this not that I'm worried that I would not pass it because I'm an yeah. excellent driver, but I just I don't want the pressure of like taking that test again. Dude, yeah. Driving test, I had to retake it in Illinois because I I let my driver's license expire when I moved here because I didn't have a car. I didn't care. So I just got a state ID. So I didn't have a driver's license for like 10 years. And then I had to, I think maybe around 2016, I was like, my wife was like, you should really get your license. We were on vacation one time and she was driving. I was like, you got to hit the gas. And she was like, you don't have a license. I was like, ah. But um, (laughs) so I was like, okay. So I didn't, I hadn't driven in 10 years and I took the written, I didn't study for the written and I did pass it. Luckily, as I was taking the test, I was like, I really should have read a book. Um, But I did pass that. And for the actual driving part, my wife got her parents' car. She took me to a parking lot. I drove around the parking lot for like five minutes. And that was the extent of my practice before the test. Oh no! But the test was, I didn't even have to parallel park. I didn't even have to do like a three point turn. At one point, the guy was like, turn into these barrels, like to the right. And then back out. And then that was like at the end. And then we pulled back into the thing. It was, okay, you passed. And it was like, we just drove around. Was, okay, great. There's uh, so much more to driving. I failed oh, yeah. I failed my driver's test the first time I took it when I was 16. Not the written one. Yeah, me too. I drove. I failed the driving test because the day we drove to the DMV to take it, it was nice weather. And then by the time it was time for me to take my test, it had gotten like rainy and it was kind of shitty outside. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, okay, we're going to pull out into the street. And at the very moment he said that someone's garbage can from across the street blew into the street. And I was like, well, I don't want to hit that garbage can. So I took the turn tighter than I should. And my wheel went over the curb. And he's like, okay, we got to pull right back in. I was like, what? He goes, well, if you go over a curb, it's an automatic fail. And I was like, I was like, what would have happened if I would have hit the garbage can? He was like, you probably would have failed too. And I was like, wow. Victim of circumstance. But also what's hilarious, what's hilarious too is, is the rule is if you fail your driver's test, you either have to wait 24 hours to take it at the same facility, or you can just go to a different driver's ed facility that same day. Huh. I almost failed. I almost passed my driver's test the first time. And then we parked, get out. And I'm like, I think I'm done. And then he goes, all right, Adel. Slide across the hood. Oh, like, what? No. And he goes, <laughs> I got to, we got to hazard it. And I'm like, fuck. Got stuck halfway the, through. You heard a guy inside the DMV going, we going to get them Duke boys eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did get them Duke boys and we did get to the end of this episode. Brett, why don't you recap our three words? Uh, well, you know, sometimes uh, when you take a test, it could be a hazard and you might below vec your own penis <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Nailed it. The Word Association is Brett Lyons, Adel Rafai, and Rob White. The Word Association theme song was written and performed by Arnie Parrott. Editing was done by me, Julia W.D. Harrison. If you'd like to send a word or two along, please email the show at twapod at gmail.com.